Oh, Bretto. What's up, MP? Damo just called. Yeah. He thinks there's going to be 100,000 people at the Wellness Summit. Oh, again? He thinks we're bigger than Michael Jackson, the Rolling Stones, and the Beatles all put together. Damien Christoph has gone completely mad. Did you know he's made eight tons of forage? What? <laughs> and now he wants you and I to help him get rid of it. Oh, Damo. So, look, being the good friends that we are, we've asked him. You mean forced? Well, we've kind of twisted his arm to make him literally give his forage away to 100 lucky Wellness Summit attendees. So if you're ready to enrol for our signature two days of inspiration, education and empowerment and entertainment. What do you mean, MP? Australian Idol winner Wes Carr makes his Wellness Summit debut this year, Bretto. Wes Carr, you'll be guilty. So if you're ready to be entertained, head on over to thewellnesssummit.com and get four value bags of forage muesli or one bag each of paleo, muesli, bircher and porridge when you register. Now, all you need to do is register for this two-for-one special, bring a buddy, bring a friend, bring a family member or a colleague and then choose your forage selection, four muesli or four assorted and get four bags per attendee. That's eight bags per double pass. That's almost 250 bucks of forage for free when you register for the Wellness Summit on August 25-26 at the Collingwood Town Hall in Melbourne. That's 150 serves of breakfast. Almost six months of breakfast just for registering for the Wellness Summit. Well, it's first in best dressed. These 100 tickets are only available until June 18 or until sold out. All the details of this special offer, all the topics, featured speakers and more are over at thewellnesssummit.com. Thanks for making eight tons of forage, Damo. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I'm here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys, my neighbor all the way down in Melbourne, Dr. Damien <laughs> Christoph. Hello, legend. Hello, legend. Oh, mate, I've never been so excited. I'm actually, I am sitting down, but I should be standing up because I am really excited for this interview today. I don't know if you can hear Tommy's in the background, my little Tommy, uh, all two years of him, and he is very excited in the background as well. I can hear him yelling <laughs> a very is. happy yell um, because mm. you've met a fabulous, incredible Australian, the great Alan Hopgood. Would you be kind enough to share a little bit of a story of how you met Alan? Because I believe it's through one of our... Um, listeners, guests, um, and incredible human beings. Yeah, it is, mate. And so what actually happened is um, off the back of our um, a beautiful interview with Ada Murkies, uh, I connected with Alice, Dr. Alice Murkies, and we had lunch and we hit it off. We had a great time. We just, you know, had great conversation. She said, I want to do this again. I said, me too. And so she said, let's do it on this day. And I said, all right, so... We got closer and closer to the day and we confirmed that we we're going to catch up and we hadn't confirmed the location the night before. She said, we're going to still meet, but we're not going to do lunch. We're going to go to a play reading by Alan Hopgood. And I said, okay, sounds great. Whatever you say, I'll do. And so I rocked up, had a little chat with her and we walked down uh, through Brighton to a, um, a church hall and Alan has written a number of great plays um, over time. And I sat down to watch this play, um, which is about 
it's a, it's an incredibly moving story, and it's we'll, we'll we'll let Alan actually tell us more about it. But it moved me to tears, and it wasn't even the play; it was just the reading of the play, and it was so powerful that I thought we've got to get this message out. So I said to Alan, and I said to Gay afterwards, I said, "Can I please interview you guys on One Hundred Not Out?" And they, and they said, "Yes, that'd be great." And so here we are today, Marcus Pierce, uh, with Alan and uh, and his wife Gay is in the background, and we're uh, we're interviewing Alan Hopgood. Um, who's been a playwright and actor of, I suppose, over 60 years, Alan. I suppose that's that's the truth. He's 83 years old. He's still writing plays. He's still directing plays. He's still playing in plays. He's passionate about sharing messages of health with communities affected by um, all kinds of health challenges. And he, he kind of takes the weight out of the health message, and it's really great. So, Alan, it's wonderful that you can join us on 100 Not Out. Welcome to the show. Good morning, gentlemen, Marcus and Damien. Hello. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Alan. And your 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 glittering career uh, would probably take us the entire episode of One Hundred Not Out to <laughs> share. But I think you know some incredible highlights for those that love their sport. Um, you were the creator um, of the the play and the Big Men Fly back in nineteen sixty three, which really is. It's in the VFL, AFL vernacular. Anyone that loves their football knows and the big men fly. For other people, almost in my vintage, we remember you from um, your roles in Neighbours. Um, you were awarded the uh, or member of the Order of Australia back in 2005. You've been in um, remarkable movies, uh, The Man from Snowy River uh, 2, um, where else? The Blue Lagoon, Road Games, Evil Angels. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But... When Damo sent me the message that you brought him to tears at your recent um, reading, I just had to know why because Damo, I mean, Damo and I don't mind a good teary, but for someone to bring Damo to tears, particularly a stranger, is remarkable. So would you be kind enough to share just your latest adventure um, that has brought someone like Damien um, to his knees, really? (laughs) Well, thank you very much for that uh Compliment. I take that as a compliment because, uh, yes, it's a, a play, unfortunately, about suicide. It's about uh, bullying, cyberbullying, and um, the play looks at uh, the effect on the family and the young woman who's been bullied. A beautiful performance, which is why it reduced Damien to tears, and uh, she just tells her story. Um and this is what we're seeking to do, is to touch on a very, very difficult subject, suicide, and find a way to make it, shall we say, palatable, uh, to get the message across. And uh, I'm very pleased by Damien's reaction to it and the other reactions we had to the reading, which indicates that we've probably got something that we can put into schools uh, for parents and, and their children. And so we open up the discussion because suicide's been swept under the carpet for far too long. People would rather not talk about it. But in talking about it, we, we face the elements of the, the stigma that's attached and particularly the, the fear that the kids have when they're bullied, they go into their bedroom and suddenly the bully follows them in there and all, that. all those issues we tackle in this play. So uh, we're hoping to get it out there, and our target will be schools. Um, At the moment, we have some indication that this could happen. But I'll revert now to what um, Damien said about the reason he came to see the play was my GP, Alice Murkies, who actually was the reason that I embarked on health play because 24 years ago I was 
diagnosed with prostate cancer and uh, Alice was the reason I went to the urologist and I'm still here. So I've got a lot to thank her for. Uh, but the urologist said to me, and this was back in the dark ages, don't forget, this was back in 94, when men weren't willing to talk about their health, didn't want to. No. And he said, look, I've done um, hundreds of these surgeries. I don't know how a patient feels. Why don't you write your story? And I said, oh, okay, if I survive, I will. So <laughs> I did. And <laughs> when that was published, the, the amazing reaction indicated to me that men really wanted to start to talk about their health. And most importantly, the people who bought the books were their wives because they wanted to know what their husband was going through. So I was invited to speak at the first of the Men Health Nights. And they said, well, we might be lucky to get 200. They got 500. Wow. And I was, something is going on here. It's a quiet revolution. So being a playwright, I thought, well, I'll take my story and I'll adapt it into a play. But most importantly, I'll make it a comedy because that way I can talk about those nasty things such as incompetence, not incompetence, incontinence. <laughs> incontinence. <laughs> the other yeah. kind of incontinence. So you're looking for impotence yeah. and incontinence together and you've got incompetence. That's, 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 <laughs> that's the one. And anyway, we toured that widely around Victoria and the fellas stayed in their seats. They didn't head for the exits. And the other thing we did was after the play, we had a Q&A. And during the Q&A, the fellas and their wives were able to get up and ask questions. And because they felt they were in a safe place, the Q&As were fantastic. And then after that, we had a cup of tea and a scone. So it's sort of three acts, the play, the Q&A, and then the cup of tea and the scone. And we found that this was, people said, that's a fantastic way to get a health message across. And it's a great way. It's a great way to get a health message across. And it's also a great way to confront conversations that um, people are shy to have. And you, the plays that you've written, Alan, are, you know, they're, they're just not your standard, you know, oh, I've got a sore thumb or I've scraped my knee. You're actually, you know, confronting significant things like depression, um, people who care for people who are, who are unwell. Um, you, you, you cover off people dying, death. You talk about... Um, deep dark depression and you know, yeah. all kinds of different things and 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 loss and and all of the subjects that are really poorly covered um in our community you cover them in a play and that it lifts the weight of the or the gravity of the situation off the, the i suppose the audience's shoulders and so that they can engage and and that's what i loved what what really strikes me about this suicide play that you've written um is that the most damaging thing about mental health disease or diseases that affect mental health um, and the worst case scenario would be suicide but in Australia there's a real reluctance to talk about it um, even to the extent of organizations that are set up to help you know protect people from themselves um, they don't want to talk about it and I see this as as a big shame and I see that your play has the ability to to move that conversation in a better direction where should we be starting with this how do we how do we make this better and who have you spoken to that has really struggled with getting this message out uh well i've spoken to mental health victoria and um mind frame um sane and i have to be quite honest they're a little bit nervous about the subject their big concern is that if you talk too much about it it will um 
cause copycats? And my answer to that is how can you talk about suicide without talking about suicide? So in the process of talking about suicide, you have to mention instances of how it happened. Um, and I think that's, personally, that's the gamble that the play is prepared to make in order. There's, there's TV to, shows that are doing it, isn't it? Like Netflix has got um, 13 Reasons Why. And yeah. I mean, yes. obviously, that's very public. Um, yes. So they're talking about it. We need to talk about it. Yes. Now, the difference, might I say, with my plays is they're true stories. They're acted by professional actors. Now, the difference between other health topics, you might say, with PowerPoints, PowerPoints don't put real-life stories in front of an audience that are maybe only just a few feet away from them. And as you found, Damien, the impact of having those actors very, very close to you, you couldn't avoid it, right? And, and, yeah, that's, I, and I was front row. Yeah, you were front. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the difference. That's that's the uh, shall we say that's the impact that my health plays have because there are there are now twelve of them. That is to engage the audience and to move the fourth wall away, so you're including the actors and the audience very closely together. All right. So this is just. Absolutely incredible on so many levels. One, I want to ask you about your legacy. I'm going to do that shortly, but I'm going to just recite because Damo was mentioning the topics. I think it's really important that we give people an understanding of the 12 plays. Um, You have Out of the Blue, which is Suicide in a Country Town, The Carer, which is Rediscovering Joy, Four Funerals in One Day, which is on Death, Grief and Living, Hear Me, which is the Quality of Healthcare, my dog has stripes. The subject is understanding yeah. depression. Never too old, which is all about being you're never too old. Six degrees geriatric of, sex. Oh, that would be hilarious. Six degrees yeah. of diabetes, which is about men with diabetes. The empty yeah. chair is on dealing with dementia. Wicked widows, which is a comment yeah. on widowhood. A pill, a pump, and a needle, which is women with diabetes. For better, for worse, which is coping with prostate cancer. And do you know me? Question mark, which is on aged care. So. There are 12 very important topics, which as Damo say, just take one and suicide, which is really um, not being spoken about enough. My question to you, Alan, is I have a bit of a bee in my bonnet around suicide in that it's been projected as a young person's problem where I'm constantly banging onto people that for men age 85 and older, they experience 39.3 suicides per 100,000 people. For women, it's 5.7. 5.7. So you can see it's a much bigger challenge for men that are aging than women. For young for young males age 15 to 19, it's 11.8 deaths per 100,000 people. So we've got a problem which is almost four times more of a problem for older men than it is for younger men. Um, sight unseen question, Where where's your level of conversation on this? Are you finding it easier to talk to people around youth suicide or are you more passionate around, I mean, you, you might say any suicide is, is worthy of the conversation, and it is, but where do you sit on this fact that it seems to not just be with young people, it's with people in nursing homes, it's with, with people at the end of their, near the end, that are essentially taking their own lives for, for what only I can gather as a, there's no use being around, my quality of life is not worth living for anymore. Yeah, well, to answer that question is the other play called Out of the Blue, which is about depression and suicide in the bush, with, with particularly with farmers. And uh, that actually wasn't written by me. That was written by one of our cast who did it down at the Basque Coast with amateurs 
and uh, the Q&A lasted till midnight. And he came to me and said, Hoppy, that's my nickname, can, can I include Out of the Blue under health play because I'd love to see it done with professional actors and with the health play imprimatur. So I've t- taken that on. And that actually pushed this youth suicide uh, play to one side as we focused on Out of the Blue. So now it's really the youth suicide turn, if you see what I mean. So we, we are covering the canvas, really. Alan, I found it uh, fascinating that when you and I met up and we, we discussed how we can get this message out, that you'd already had so many um, so many other knockbacks, I suppose. Like you've knocked on people's doors and they've gone, oh, look, we're really scared to talk about X, Y, Z. We don't want people to go and, you know, do the same thing, which is the copycat issue. Um, I was really surprised uh, that – uh, suicide Prevention, is it Suicide Prevention Victoria or Suicide Prevention Australia, I don't know which one it was, um, was reluctant to do it because it actually discusses the topic. Um, I was I was surprised too to hear that there's been advice for you to change the language around the play so that it kind of insinuates that suicide has taken place but it actually doesn't actually discuss that suicide has taken place. I, I was really surprised by that and it's a side of the times in Australia where we can't actually discuss the real issues because it's not politically correct or right. it's been legislated out of conversation. Um, is that a concern for you that uh, things may need to be PC'd up a little bit, or like my personal opinion is that we get this out. I'm very excited to meet you, Damien, and hear your reaction to the play because your reaction was to stop tiptoeing around the place. Let's get this play out because it's too important not to happen. And thank God you. That's all I can say. (laughs) Absolutely. So it's kind of for me. It's not, and we're used to this. And I, I mentioned this with you too, Alan, when we caught up. As a chiropractor, we're kind of used to having to do things differently. Uh, we've got to market differently than every other health profession on the planet. Uh, we've got to, you know, reach an audience that's also willing to uh, learn and participate, but just in a different way. And I think that we've got to think of things differently here. There's an, a great audience listening to us right now um, who are influencers in their school communities, their influencers in their just in their broader community. Um, and I think that uh, there'll be a lot of people that will listen to this and go, yes, I agree. We need to talk about this issue. Um, I noticed that I got, I got an email yesterday, actually, Alan. It was very good timing. Um, your your uh, great friend, um, who's the lady that wrote that wrote those books by the, the, the parents' guides? Um, oh, Eileen. 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 She's yeah, Eileen. Yes. Well, she's doing a talk at uh, Melbourne Grammar coming up, and it's sold out. Like, it literally has sold out. It's not till next week. And so yes. I know that the, the conversations are being had, and people need to see it, but they need to feel it. And this is what I think you can bring to the table, too. Yes. Well, I mean, she's an amazing woman like you. I'm hoping to bring the two of you together and we'll, we'll really move the earth, I think. <laughs> so, Alan, how can – because our listeners are, are major, uh, for want of a better term, action takers. I know there will be people listening going, um, we want, uh, you know, at least one of these plays, you know, in our region. I've got a feeling that the regionals are probably more open. You know, you mentioned the Bass Coast, which is where I used to live. I used to live down in Inverloch, and I'm thinking of the regionals. Um, naturally, we'd love more of them in the cities, but I feel like the regionals are thirsty for this and maybe just a little more open, um, part of my judgment. But how do people get 
uh, health plays on in their local community? How, what's the best way for them to get a conversation going? They, they pick one of the twelve plays and they can have them, you know, in their in their town. Is that is that the way it works? Is that how this can That's really spread? And they can look at my website, which is healthplay.com.au, healthplay, all one word, .com.au, and then that will guide them to uh, to me or to whoever we need to put them on. Um, sorry. Yeah. No, that's something, the side of it, um, Marcus, that I tend to work on. I support HOP with the, the management side of bookings. Um, and we, in the past, we try and run tours, you know, around country yes. towns out the Western District or sometimes down Sale, Bensdale, you know, depending where people want us to come. The best thing, as Hop said, is to look at the website first, look at the plays. There's a small little video of each play and then they can say, you know, that's what we feel our community needs. Um, we work in conjunction with um, the Hush Foundation, which... Uh, We've worked, Hop's written plays for them, um, so that has to be worked with them. But we also manage a number of the other plays, particularly the suicide plays. Yeah. That sounds now, awful, suicide plays, doesn't it? Well, we're just <laughs> calling it as it is. That's what we're calling doing. Calling it yeah. as it yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've uh, you've renamed the play to "Is Suicide the Answer," and yes. um, and I love yeah. that. Yeah, I like I love it. That. Do you think? Yeah, I think it's really great. And I, the reason why I think it's so great is because it actually has people stopping in their tracks and asking the questions. And PC Marcus uh, raises a, a great um, point, and that is that uh, suicide as men get older seems to increase. But the thought of suicide starts at a young age. And uh, whenever you get the guts or the courage to go and, you know, do something like that, there's there's a long process of disengagement and and I think that the sooner the message gets out the better and so we're, we're going to run another reading um, of Alan's yes. play and when when we do that I, I would love for all of our listeners who are influencers in their community or people that are interested in coming along to the reading of the play I'd love for you to contact us you know get in touch with me Damien at DamienChristoph.com or get in touch with Marcus or get in touch with us through Facebook or get in touch with Alan to find out when it's going to be but we'd love to have you at the reading of the play so you can see the gravity and the power of this particular play as to how important it is to get this play out to the parents and the children um, in our community who are suffering from um, anxiety and depression, particularly associated with uh, screens and social media and bullying and all of this sort of stuff, So, because it covers all of that. Wow. That's great. Thank you very much. And uh, Marcus, I must say that my very first play was called Marcus. Oh, really? <laughs> there you and go. That's that is the middle name of my son. So there you are. I feel I'm in good company. <laughs> I'm feeling very special now, Alan. I mean, I, I was feeling special before and just speaking to you and reeling off uh, your career, but now I'm feeling a little, even a little bit more special. That's wonderful. I'm going to go and tell my wife are. and kids that. That is on the top of the dinner list tonight. Fantastic. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> well, no, and and Damo is one hundred percent here. We um we've we're, we're we're grateful that we have a really widespread and large community that are very open uh, for this message. I almost feel an obligation, Alan, to um, share your messages. I think Damien does as well with as many people as we know. Yeah. Um, we're very yeah. attracted to any human being that is 
determined to live a great life and the legacy that you are living right now and, and we just love it when people are living their legacy. Um, you know, you're 83, you've got 12 plays here on health, you've got dozens of plays that you've written before that um, and not to mention movies and, and, and all the rest that you've been involved in but to actually um, be involved with you and to be able to help you in some way get this message out um, definitely burns bright within us and we just can't thank you enough for um, not just giving us your time but uh, contributing what you have to humanity in a way that can empower people and families to um, not give up and, and to literally, as we say on the podcast, make the rest of their life the best of their life. Well, I share the thanks with you. This is a wonderful opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much to Alan Hopgood for joining us. Damo, uh, sincere gratitude to you for uh, preparing uh, this interview and for being able to uh, make it happen. And I suppose we must also thank Alice Murkies for um, yeah. taking you yeah. to the reading from Alan. Yes, um, absolutely. To be able to, gay, to download Skype. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> yes. Well yeah. done. And for I managing, couldn't do this without her. Absolutely. For managing all of the, the plays and for getting them scheduled in the towns. And it sounds like it's been a real team effort. Um, and so, yes, for you, our loyal listeners, please do as Damo said. Get in touch with us. Email Damo, Damien at DamienChristoph.com. Get on over to healthplay.com.au. See the snippets of each of the 12 shows and look at your community and, and choose one that you really want to get involved with and be able to share and you never know you might be sharing many and helping your community as most of us would say in this space if it only helps one person man oh man what an impact in someone's life you could have by sharing it so head on over to healthplay.com.au do feel free to connect with us we will help definitely where we can thanks again for your support of the podcast our loyal listeners we really appreciate it to our editor joseph tomo thank you for your support rosie garner who does our social media thank you everyone until next week as always continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This year, the Wellness Summit returns. I realized in this time that I couldn't keep waiting for love from other people. I couldn't keep expecting love from other sources. But I had to give that to myself. Yanni says, I don't care if everyone says that the kitchen is the woman's world. He says, I'm gonna prepare food. I love my own cheese. I love my own wine. I don't care what you think of my new flat screen TV. He just loves company. I started asking myself more often, what do I want? Such a simple question, isn't it? But when you think that, and I'm sure all of you sitting there, when you think that, something springs into your mind. And there's something there that you want that you haven't been doing for yourself. Brett Hill and Marcus Pierce feature at the 2018 Wellness Summit. Bigger and better than ever. Tickets on sale Friday, May 4 at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.